VCY America presents Crosstalk, a nationwide call-in program discussing issues that have an effect on our families, our communities, our churches, our nation, and our world. Crosstalk, an opportunity for you to voice your concerns for biblical principles. And now live by satellite and around the world on the Internet at vcyamerica.org. Here is today's Crosstalk. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Crosstalk here today on VCY America. And just before I introduce our guest and topic for today, I must bring to your attention an urgent uh, news release here from uh, Matt Staver at Liberty Council. And uh, as you know, the Thanksgiving recess is is, uh, quickly come to an end, and the Senate has been ordered to come back into session today. And on the top of their agenda as they convene this afternoon, is dealing with this yet another vote on the so-called Defense of Marriage Act, uh, the Respect for Marriage Act, H.R. 8404. It's the so-called Respect for Marriage Act. Uh, But let me just share this with you from Matt Staver. He said, two weeks ago, 12 Republicans joined 50 Democrats to move H.R. 8404 forward on a thin promise that a religious accommodation amendment might be added to the bill. But that amendment is so weak that even the radical LGBT group Human Rights Campaign is not opposing it. The debate on the amendments begins today, and this week the Senate will have uh, a need for another 60 votes to continue H.R. 8404. H.R. 8404 enforces every state to honor and obey any definition of marriage that any state can dream up. He's got more. You can find it at lc.org, lc.org for the information. But I bring this to your attention because they are convening this afternoon. You can reach out to your senators at 202-224-3121. That's the Senate switchboard, 202 202- Two two four three one two one. Senate.gov is a website to get their uh, direct uh, numbers. But keep in mind that the Religious Freedom Amendment has been proposed. But Matt Staver says it's so weak that even the Human Rights Campaign, a pro-trans child mutilation group, supports the measure. So we give that information to you as as a, a warning and advisory as to what's taking place in the Senate. Well, friends, if you listen to this program, you know that the heart of mankind is continuously doing that which is evil. I mean, if God declares something good, man will try to undo it. What God calls evil, man will do everything possible to promote it. As the prophet Jeremiah wrote, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Society is not going to be transformed apart from the work of Jesus Christ. And we make the phone calls, but friends, it's only a man's heart. Uh, the only time that change of heart will happen is when he uh, surrenders to the gospel. Our guest today has a passion, a passion to share the good news, a passion to love people enough to warn them that the pathway they are on, apart from Christ, is one leading toward eternal damnation. And he's launching a big initiative, capitalizing on a world event to advance the gospel. We'll tell you more about it, so stay tuned. With us today, we have Ray Comfort, the founder and CEO of Living Waters. He's a best-selling author who's written more than 100 books. He co-hosts the award-winning television program, Way of the Master, airing in 190 countries. It airs on our WVCY television and vcy.tv. And uh, Ray, welcome here to Crosstalk. Oh, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it, especially with what we want to do. I'm excited about it. So, Ray, first of all, what drives your passion to share the good news? Oh, um, it's the fuel of gratitude. Um, Nobody knows how lost I was like myself. I was uh, a young man, very successful businessman, owned home, lovely wife, made one child, and I was just crying out for reality. Life just didn't make sense, that everyone was waiting around to die. It's like like we're all heading for a thousand-foot cliff in a line, and I'm leaning out from the line as a 20-year-old saying, how can I get out of this line? You know, what can I do about this thing called death? And uh, six months after I just wept in futility, going through a Solomon experience, uh, I heard the gospel for the first time, and I cannot tell you how grateful I am. Gratitude is a a uh, high-octane fuel that drives me to do the will of God, and I love it because um, gratitude explodes. Uh, The older I get, the more gratitude Mm -hmm. I get for the cross and the fact that death has lost its sting. And the second thing that drives me, not only gratitude, but um, the fact that there's a a real hell. If hell didn't exist, I wouldn't as a ministry. I would probably be up in Australia somewhere, moved from New Zealand to Aussie, 
and be lying on a beach surfing as an old surfer, sort of an old hippie. But I can't because hell exists. So those two things, that the reality of hell and the reality of death, uh, horrifies me, and gratitude drives me to reach out to the lost. Now, Ray, what age were you when you came to know Christ the Savior? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. And you said that was the first time you had heard the gospel? First time I understood, understood the gospel. It. I'd okay. never understood that I was a sinner. And the, the good news is the cross makes no sense. It's foolishness when you don't realize sin is exceedingly sinful. It's like someone coming up to you when you think all is well and saying, we just paid a huge fine for you, a speeding fine. You say, what are you talking about? I'm not speeding. That's just stupid. It doesn't make sense. But if you realize you've broken the law terribly and you're, and, and you're going to go to jail because you've unwittingly gone through a, an area that was set aside for a blind children convention, you went through it 80 miles an hour, you're in big trouble, and then someone says, I just paid you fine, then that payment makes sense. And the cross never made sense to me until I understood how wow. terribly sinful sinners in the eyes of a holy God, that it warrants death and damnation. That's when I understood the gospel and embraced it. So the items, again, that propel you are that, that attitude of, of gratitude, thankfulness to God, uh, and then also this uh, understanding of a real hell that exists. Why is it that you believe so many believers in Christ today are, are hesitant to do, do the same thing? I mean, because they also would have a realization of a real hell and, and gra- gratefulness to God. Why the hesitance? Well, to put it bluntly, there's not enough love. Another word for evangelism is love. If you saw a child drowning in a swimming pool, you wouldn't sit passively and say, I don't want to get wet, it's going to upset my flesh. No, you just dive in without hesitation. Mm. Love does that. Love pushes aside all fear. And, and if you've got love, it'll drive you, it'll, it'll push you. And uh, the love of God in me drives me. And when someone says, I really, I really don't, I really don't want to worry, you know, if someone's going to laugh at me, I won't, have, won't be able to answer their questions or mm-hmm. excuses, whatever, then they're, they're not loving enough. you just got to do it, you know? If a child's drowning, you don't worry about swallowing a bit of water or whatever or looking foolish. You're just going to jump in and save them. And, and so that's the motivation. The love of Christ compels us. Uh, the Bible uses a similar analogy, but um, it's far more serious. It says, others having compassion making a difference, pulling them from the fire, hating them in the garment spotted by the flesh. So hmm. others having compassion, there's the love, making a difference, uh, pulling them from the fire, speaking of hell, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. So that should be our motivation. Ray Comfort with us here today from Living Waters. Ray, uh, so many around this world came to a, a screeching halt uh, when they learned of the passing of Queen Elizabeth. I mean, it was play by play. All the news stations uh, around the country, stations would break into programming, talking about the illness that the family's been summoned uh, uh, to uh, to where the queen was residing at the time. Uh, Euro News reported that her funeral was one of the most widely viewed television events ever. Uh, people actually flew in from around the world just to witness a portion of the funeral procession or to pay some of the last respects. But there's another event coming up on May 6th that is sparking an event, what you're calling Operation London. I'd like you to tell us about it. Yeah, it's going to be huge, bigger than the uh, funeral of Queen Elizabeth, which was how can I put it, magnificent in the truest sense of the word. It was just unbelievably kind of, I can't even, can't even put into words. Well, the coronation of a king, if you go back and look at footage of what happened 70 years ago when Queen Elizabeth was coronated, the whole world stopped to watch because this, this, she's in a gold coach. You know, she, gets given, she was given two swords, one a blunt sword, one a sharp sword, depicting God's word. And the, um, the ping, or symbolizing God's mercy with a blunted sword. She was given an orb, which is a uh, significant or a symbol of Christ's rule over the whole world. She's given a scepter of power, uh, speaking of the authority that God has given her, the same scepter that, that ha- was held by uh, Solomon. The people called God save the king. Then the queen was anointed with oil, symbolizing the Holy Spirit coming upon her. All these... Uh, uh, symbols of uh, what we know to be true in the Bible. We know a lot of it is just kind of a drawing near to God with their lips and their heart being far from them. We know it's very traditional. But the same thing is going to happen to Charles. And I thought the whole world is going to be watching. What an opportunity to springboard off these religious symbolism into the gospel. So 
I decided two months ago I'd produce a gospel track with Charles's picture on the front, a uh, million-dollar bill, and uh, looking very, very uh, classy and nice, like uh, memorabilia, yeah. and I thought people had kind of grab this. <clears throat> Jim, while I was working on this, I got an email from a guy that I don't think I've received an email before. He says, what are you working on? I want to support you financially. And I told him. And I, he said, how much will it cost to get these to London? I said, oh, probably about $20,000. He says, oh, I was thinking more like 100000 He th- He sent me a $100,000 check wow. for this, which greatly encouraged me. I mean, it, it put me on steroids for the whole thing. So we've said to uh, the whole world, the Christian world, go to London. Go to London for this outreach. We'll give you free gospel tracks that are so nice-looking. They'll be seen as memorabilia. We've got license to jump off what's happening in the religious service with Charles into the gospel, and people are going to take these, and they're going to treasure them. And so far, I think just on 1,500 people from around the world, who have still got six months to go, mm-hmm. have already committed to go to London. That's all we want. We want people, and we've got over 1,000 people in England have already registered on our site to say, we'll be there, we'll take the tracks, we'll give them out over a three-day period before the coronation, but... I'm so delighted to hear your response to this. We talked earlier yes. before we went uh, live, and you realize how big this is going to be. Yes. There, is a, there is a danger with Christians where we just say, oh, no, Jesus is my king. I'm not going to bow to anyone. We're not asking anyone to bow to anybody at all. Right. We're saying this is an opportunity, a huge opportunity to reach the lost. You know, when Paul was in Athens in Acts 17, he quoted Greek poets. And the poem they quoted was um, about Zeus, the Greek god. So someone could accuse Paul of being um, pushing idolatry, violation, but he wasn't. What he was using that as a springboard to reach the lost, and that's all we're doing, using this as a springboard to reach the lost. So I remember Ken Ham, when I told him about it, he said, this is so huge. Yes. He said, they're going to go live for the service, a two-hour service or whatever, where they anoint the king and speak of all these things. He said, it's so huge, so huge. If the president of the U.S. dies, they will not cut out of the service for this because it's such a big um, worldwide thing and so huge. So we, we want to take advantage of it, and we, we certainly are. We're so thrilled that uh, Christians uh, wanted to go to London to do, to do this. Okay, again, the, the uh, date of the coronation, that's May the 6th, correct? May the 6th. So we've got six months to build up mm-hmm. a huge uh, army of people that will just go and give these tracks out. Can I give the website where people can get details? Uh, we were going to give it many times. Go ahead, Ray. Okay, it's livingwaters.com forward slash London, and it just tells you what's going to happen, what we've just talked about, and all you do is register your name and how many you're bringing. And we're encouraging people to bring a busload. Uh, if you live in Europe, just go under that channel thing and just for a couple of days or even a day to help us give these tracks out to unsafe people. Livingwaters.com slash London. Livingwaters.com forward slash London. And uh, you'll be able to uh, get the details. Friends, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and talk further about Operation London. And uh, even for those who cannot physically go, what you can do to help Operation London come about. So stay with us. We'll be back in just one minute. You're listening to Crosstalk on the VCY American Network. Back to Genesis with Dr. John Morris, geologist and president of the Institute for Creation Research. Dr. Morris, how fast did the animals migrate away from Ararat after Noah's flood? Chris, the Bible tells us that after the flood, God commanded the animals to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And that they did, migrating to fill the earth. There are some modern-day examples of rabbit animal spreadings, several coming from the island continent of Australia, which until recently had no mammals. Now rabbits are nearly epidemic. Another example would be a particular kind of toad that was introduced in Australia back in the 1930s and then just 10 years later was observed over a 1,000 miles away. Surely the biblical concept of migration to fill the earth is not only possible but quite plausible. Besides that, it's true because we're told about it back in Genesis. To learn more about creation, get our free DVD called That's a Fact. Call us at 800-628-7640 and mention the promo code FACT. 
This is Crosstalk on VCY America, Operation London, our topic. Ray Comfort, our guest here today, livingwaters.com forward slash London to learn more about it. Now, uh, several things, Ray. Uh, people can also go to that website. There's a video there that where they can learn more information and actually share the video through their social media sites, uh, in their churches. Uh, just a, a few-minute video. Tell us about it. Yeah, we uh, put what I said in the first portion uh, in video form. So you can see the, the, the gold coach that the Queen is in. You can, it talks about all the things that Charles is going to have happen to him mm-hmm. uh, and how this, this, our nation, particularly not only our nation, but every nation is fascinated yes. by royalty, especially the United States. We're talking about the secular world. This is, this is celebrity on steroids where people will be interested in what the king has for breakfast. Mm-hmm. You know what? He, what? He, and anything they can find about the royal family. And the and the wonderful thing is that the secular media, because of the sensational appetite to find out about royalty, are going to have to talk about the royal orb. It's about the orb is about eight inches across. It's shaped like a, a globe, and it's got a cross on the top, and it's symbolic of the rule and authority of Jesus Christ over the whole earth. And they're going to have to explain it because what are they going to do during a two-hour service when the orb is held up, mm-hmm. or when they hold it, where, when Charles puts his hand on the Bible, and, and and says, "I give an oath to God to be a defender of the faith," and he's talking about salvation by grace alone through faith. He's called the defender of the faith. In the past, Charles said that he wanted to be a defender of faith, but he, of faith, but he backtracked because he knows the implications. He has to follow it. Because uh, uh, because he's um, so under the bishops, the Anglican bishops, when it comes to his, his throne. So all these things are going to happen, and the secular, worldly media are going to have commentators that are going to say, and now this is happening. He's being anointed with oil. They're going behind a screen. You're not going to see what's happening behind the screen, but it's symbolic of the Holy Spirit coming upon him. And so, uh, like I said, it's, it's probably just a form of godliness with most of it, but it's uh, all based on Scripture, and it's a wonderful opportunity for Christians to bring up um, these with the unsaved and talk about the issues that matter. So you're asking for people to come to London. Are, is this anything you're coordinating through Living Waters, or people are making their, their own reservations, they're getting there, and how do they connect with you, Ray? Well, we're in, we're in conjunction with Answers in Genesis, Ken Ham. We're, we're, uh, this is a, a dual effort from both of us. So mm-hmm. there's Answers in Genesis in England. We've got our agency in England. We've got an agency in, uh, in Australia that bring in teams from Australia. Okay. People will have to book their own hotels, and hotels are going to be as rare as hen's teeth because we're not talking about you know hundreds of thousands that are going to go to London, probably millions will flood from Europe and right, right around the world to see this spectacle. Um, like I've said, if you can find something on YouTube that shows the coronation in 19, I think in 1953, I think it was, and how huge the crowds were and how the world stopped just to watch the spectacle. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to happen on steroids because of social media um, and because uh, because it's, uh, it's in full living color in that sense. So um, it's going to be millions. So it's going to be hard to get a uh, uh, hotel. That's why we're saying to people, just go for a day. If you can, go to Europe and then go across under the channel and spend the day just giving out gospel tracts. Like I said, we'll probably start three or four days beforehand because mm-hmm. it's going to be so congested in London. But it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience in the truest sense of the word. What, what is your hope, Ray? What is your hope as far as numbers that will come and actually do this in London? <laughs> well, like I said, we've got nearly 1,500 people. We haven't had that much publicity. We've got six months to publicize this mm-hmm. and say this is a, you've always wanted to do something for the kingdom of God. Here is something you can get your teeth on into, something that's going to be substantial. My hope is to have a, a 10,000 people show up. We'll mm-hmm. just keep getting tracks printed and yeah. to cover everybody. Uh, and I know God will supply all our needs, but I'd love to know that 10,000 people are going to London for this one outreach, even bigger. And, and Ray, I can only imagine, I mean, as, as, as the, the crowds came there for the, for the Queen's funeral and so forth, that they're going to be hungry for any kind of memorabilia that they can get from this occasion, marking their time in London, and, and your gospel tracks, that they are, people are going to be reaching for the gospel to be put into their hands. 
Yes, and like I said, it's not as if we're changing the subject. It's not a bait and switch. Mm -hmm. This is a church service that's going to be broadcast live throughout the world. There's going to be screens throughout all of uh, England and Europe Mm -hmm. where people can gather in parks and places to watch this. So when you go up to someone and say, you know, this is uh, further from the the church service you've just seen, you might not have to read further, it's the gospel, it's what the whole thing's about. There's no bait and switch. It's just it's just a wonderful opportunity. And friends, again, as Ray pointed out, the media is not going to be able to ignore what's going on. They're not going to be able to ignore the symbolism. I mean, if they can do a critique of every single hat at a wedding, Ray, they're, they're going to have to talk about the, the, the crown, the symbolism, the oil, and, and uh, placing the hand on the scriptures and so forth. I mean, that's that's all going to be part of the commentary. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, I, I can't tell you how excited I am about this. And when other Christians get excited and they get rid of the whole thought of, you know, he's not my king and realize this right. is just a huge springboard. Yeah. I've used springboards all my life. We springboard off Christmas, and some Christians say, how can you do that? Satan claws and all that sort of stuff. Well, it's like Paul at Athens quoting Greek poets. We've got gospel tracks that are Christmas tracks with Santa Claus with his big fat face on it. So what? We don't, we're not saying yes or no to Santa Claus, but we're saying this is the gospel. This is a way unsaved people will feel comfortable taking a gospel tract and reading the gospel. We do the same thing with Halloween. I hate Halloween, but we've got gospel tracts for Halloween. And they go like hot cakes when Christians realize what an opportunity Halloween is. It's one of our biggest times of the year. When I first came to the U.S. 30 years ago, I would hide with my family on Halloween. We'd turn the lights off close the doors, lock them, and just sit quietly in a corner, you know, watching TV or something, uh, because we didn't want to be involved. And I thought, hang on, people are coming to my door. So the first time I got the realization, this is about 27 years ago, that people were coming to my door and knocking on it, wanting stuff. We had Halloween tracks printed. We had a Halloween pack made. And I think over 90 people came to my door and took gospel tracks, and I wasn't even knocking on their door. It was just a wonderful opportunity. So we do the same thing with Fourth of July, with Christmas, all these worldly things, and we take off, and this is this is the whole thing on steroids. Ray, there are many listening right now who said, you know, it sounds interesting, I just no human way I can go, but what can I do? I, you know, I want to be a part of advancing the gospel at such a, you know, such a world event like this. How can people get engaged with this who cannot go physically? Well, they can share the video. That's the power of the video. If someone just gets the link and says, I know someone in England, Just send it to them. I know Christian ministries in Europe. Send them the link. Just getting the link to one person who's a key person in an evangelistic organization in in Europe could change the lives of multitudes, could reach multitudes, because I think of um, missionary organizations that are trying to reach the lost who haven't seen what a big thing this is. All they do is watch the three-minute video, and suddenly it gives them the vision of what a wonderful opportunity this Mm -hmm. is. So... Go to uh, um, livingwaters.com forward slash London and just grab that link. It tells you how to, and you just send it by email to friends or whoever, and uh, who knows what could happen from there. Are additional resources needed for the printing of, of tracks? Oh, well, well if get 10,000 people want to go, which I think, yeah, I, I think we'll need it mm-hmm. in the future. Can they give them through the website as well? Oh, yeah, there is an opportunity for people to give if they so desire. Okay, and what about prayer? Oh, um, without him, we can do nothing. It's, that's my big, big Bible verse that causes me to drop to my knees all the time, regularly, praying without ceasing. If we're not praying without ceasing, we should cease whatever we're doing and pray. And so we need people to pray, pray that, uh, that the enemy doesn't get in in any way, that people catch the vision, especially Christians catch the vision, and that this, uh, this becomes a, a wonderful harvest, an end-time harvest. Uh, unprecedented. Who knows what could spark from it? Okay, and you mentioned uh, Answers in Genesis is partnering with Living Waters to to all be, be a part of Operation London. Yeah, they've got an agency, uh, quite a, a good sized agency in the United Kingdom, so they've caught the vision too. Mm-hmm. And I thank God for Ken Ham, but he's Australian. Never mind, he's Australian, <laughs> yeah. and he understands how big this is. I'm from New Zealand, and both of them are uh, under the Queen. Uh, when she was alive, and so we understand how big this is. I remember, uh, even as a Christian, years ago, I used to pre- I used to preach in the local square, and the Queen came to visit our country, and I just had a marvelous experience. Of there's a crowd in front of me, but I used to preach off a little ladder, so I had my ladder there, and I was able to get above the crowd, 
And I just saw the side of the Queen walking in front of just a wall of photographers who were taking pictures of her as she walked along. And then I heard people call out, God save the Queen. And there was just like goosebumps. And if you've been in a big crowd in a, in a, in a football stadium or something, I'm talking about you know, 80,000 people, and suddenly they roar. There's something spiritual going on when, when crowds you know, combine in unity. And that's what's going to happen in England. Uh, to hear crowds roar as this coach goes by and people excited. And uh, and once again, I cannot emphasize the opportunity, the unprecedented opportunity this is for the gospel. Ray Comfort with us today here on Crosstalk, and I'd like to open our phone lines if you'd like to ask Ray a question as it pertains to Operation London and uh, the opportunity that's uh, uh, before before this world, really, on May the 6th, because people from countries all around the world are going to stop and see what's going on with the coronation of uh, King Charles and uh, coming up on May the 6th, and uh, here's an opportunity to share the gospel. They're asking people, come to London, help share the good news of the gospel uh, in London. But, Ray, I know this is also something that uh, uh, you can encourage people that, no matter what country they're listening to right now, to be a witness in their own communities uh, as well during this time. Yeah, we're going to have um, quantities of the million we're not calling it a pound or a dollar. It's just got million written on it. Um, so it can be used in any country, Australia, New Zealand, Europe, uh, especially the U.S. So livingwaters.com will make that tract available in the future at a real low cost. So uh, we're excited about that, that people are going to take opportunity. When you go to work, you said you'd watch the coronation. Yeah, here you might like this. It's memorabilia. People are going to grab it. Friends, again, our number to crosstalk is 800-733-9829, 800-733-9829. Our guest today is Ray Comfort. We're speaking of Operation London, and uh, the website, again, to uh, get more information, to learn more, to get the video, to share the video with others, is uh, simply livingwaters.com forward slash London, livingwaters.com forward slash London. Uh, learn more about this, and uh, what a tremendous opportunity. Uh, Ray, really a once-perhaps-in-a-lifetime opportunity uh, for people to take advantage of such a time as what we're in. Yeah, um, Jim, I was delighted to hear how you began this program, talking about the, the power of the gospel to transform the human heart. Yeah. You know, when it comes to social issues like uh, homosexuality, abortion, and fornication and pornography, we're not really winning the battle. I mean, I go back 50 years as a Christian, and when the moral majority came up, and we all thought we're going to bring in legislation that was going to stop this uh, wickedness coming across our country, and things have got worse. As the Bible says, evil men have become worse and worse, and times are darker and lost, and the only answer is the gospel. When I became a Christian back in 1972, the moment I repented and put my faith in Christ, I became pro-life. One man, one woman, a marriage, anything God loved, I loved, because he gave me a new heart. This is what the scriptures say. It says, he says, I'll write my law upon your heart and cause you to walk in my statutes. The Living Bible, I think, says that he'll cause us to do the things he wants us to do without him even telling us to. Friends, we're going to take a quick break. Yes, it's a changed heart that will change one's perspective here on so many of these issues. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back to the phone calls. We've got a couple open lines yet. 800-733-9829. 800-733-9829. We'll be right back. Christmas has become ground zero in an ongoing culture war where nativity scenes are nixed. Merry Christmas becomes happy holidays, and even the word Christmas is considered by some as offensive. Addressing this ongoing battle is the book The War on Christmas, edited by Bodie Hodge from Answers in Genesis. With full-color pictures and illustrations throughout, The War on Christmas provides answers concerning a host of issues and misconceptions surrounding Christmas. You'll learn where the name Christmas comes from. Is it a pagan holiday? What about replacing Christ with the letter X? You'll find chapters on the Christmas star, the virgin birth, the magi, why creation is important to Christmas, and so much more. This book also presents the gospel, which is often lost as this time is celebrated. The War on Christmas is available for a donation of $18 by calling VCY America at 1-800-729-9829. 1-800-729-9829. 
You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. Ray Comfort is with us today discussing Operation London. And uh, I'd like to uh, hear from you today. And, uh, folks, maybe you'll commit to be praying for Operation London. Uh, maybe you'd be uh, one who'd say, you know, I can't go, but I, I'm going to give or I'm going to be praying for this to take place or uh, want to obtain some of the tracks to share locally uh, in your community. Uh, pick up your phone, give us a call, 800-733-9829. And maybe let me just also ask if there's been something that, as as you are seeking to share the good news of the gospel, but uh, you hit roadblocks and just looking for some help in those roadblocks, feel free to pick up your phone and give us a call here as well, 800-733-9829. Let's begin with uh, Josh, who is calling in from Waukesha, Wisconsin. Josh, you're on the air. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Uh, and Mr. Comfort, you had mentioned that uh, part of your your start of your walk was uh, the realization that hell was real, in your words. And I'm curious as to uh, considering verses like in Ecclesiastes where it talks about the dead know nothing and they shall sleep until the last day, and that the word hell just means grave, and that the lake of fire is a different situation that happens after the end, where death itself and those who go in are destroyed. Mm. Um, why, why do you believe that there's a place God sends people after death to be tortured while conscious and aware when that's, that's not what's in, written in Scripture? Oh, great question. Um, I'm a believer in Jesus. And Jesus said, Fear not him who has power to kill your body, and afterwards do no more, but fear him who has power to kill your body and cast your soul into hell. Fear him. He said, If your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you, for it's better to enter heaven without an eye than go to hell with both your eyes, where the fire is never quenched and the worm never dies. I go with the Apostle Paul, where he said, Wherefore, knowing the terror of the Lord... We persuade men. Those three verses are enough to send me running to the lost, to warn every man, as the Bible says, where to do, and not be passive about my evangelism. Someone who has no um, belief in hell has no motivation to reach the lost at all. And it's obvious they don't believe the words of Jesus, but I certainly do because I'm a Christian. I follow Christ. Sure, I see the verses you're using there, but... You know, the never-quenching fire and the, the word hell meaning grave is a little bit uh, of a heavy definition to to force on that the idea of the uh, the pagan Catholicized version of hell that we see talked about um, in the, you know, not in the New Testament times, but in hundreds of years after that, um, you know, there's... The idea of hell being a place of being awake um, is not something we see, especially in Ecclesiastes, where it says the hell know nothing, yeah. or the dead know nothing, and that they sleep. Um, and, and even Yeshua himself saying that the dead sleep. Okay, you've already brought up those points here, Josh, and as Ray was quoting, and Ray, I guess we can even look at Luke chapter 16, the rich man and Lazarus. I mean, there there was torment that was going on, but it wasn't just confined to that, because we find in Revelation that death and hell are cast then into the lake of fire, and it's a lake that does burn forever and ever. It is it is uh, certainly uh, uh, that, that the eternal damnation is, is something that, uh, out of a motivation of love to keep people from experiencing such torment, should motivate us to share the gospel. Absolutely, and our friends seem to miss what Jesus said. He doesn't call him Jesus either. He uses an, a Hebrew word that people don't understand, uh, Yeshua, something that I'm deeply concerned about. Most people that call Jesus Yeshua will not use the English word Jesus, and they're offended by it and angered by it. But this is what Jesus said. Fear not him who has power to kill your body, and after do, afterwards do no more, mm-hmm. but fear him who has power to kill your body and cast your soul into hell. That's not speaking of the grave. People's souls don't get cast into hell. And so it's a, it's a, a, not a, it's a, a unbelief when it comes to scriptures and dissipates any concern about your own sins and the fate of others. 
Thank you for the call here, Josh. Our phone number to Crosstalk, 800-733-9829, 800-733-9829. Danville, Kentucky. Terry, thanks for calling Crosstalk. You're on the air. Yes, sir. Thanks for being there. Uh, for John's benefit, he, he needs to get a copy of Ray's uh, Hell's Best Kept Secret. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's really, I just want to thank Ray. Uh one of the first uh, resources put in my life uh, was that study there, uh, that, that Ray did on that called Hell's Best Kept Secret. And uh, I, w- I would recommend that to John. Uh, <laughs> there's a chasm between Lazarus and the rich man, uh, one in paradise, one in hell. So uh, I just want to thank Ray for being there. Appreciate everything he does and keep praying for living waters. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate thank that. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Terry, for your phone call uh, here today. And, uh, indeed, uh, Ray, for those who aren't familiar with Hell's Best Kept Secret, give us a word about it. Yes, yeah, a teaching I, I did uh, when I came over to the U.S. was invited to come here to share the teaching. David Wilkerson heard it, flew it in New York. Uh, Bill Gothard heard it, filmed me sharing it with uh, a thousand pastors. He screened it to 30,000 pastors. And then in uh, the year 2001, <clears throat> actor Kirk Cameron heard the teaching. He listened to the video audio twice. He said, it rocked my world. He called us. We wanted to, he wanted to combine ministries. We did, and that's the beginning of our television program. So people can actually listen to the audio at the bottom of uh, the homepage of livingwaters.com. It really is an eye-opener. It's a life-changer. The teaching changed my life, and it's really what America needs to get back to. Okay, let's go to, uh, let's see, Mike is next out of Mount Pleasant. Mike, you're on the air. Hi, I had a brilliant idea. Um, I'm retired. I'm living on Social Security retirement. I'm making very little money. I'm not able to hold a job. And Ray Comfort mentioned that uh, somebody donated $100,000 to him uh, for him to use to honor this coronation, uh, whatever way he sees fit. I think Ray should have some type of a a contest, like a raffle or something, so that listeners of WBCY Hmm. who cannot afford to go to London will have their way uh, paid for. Airfare, hotel, food. Uh, for their stay in uh, England for the coronation. Well, that's an interesting idea here, Mike, but uh, raffle certainly not uh, a way that, <laughs> that, that that we would endorse. We want to certainly put this into to ministry, but tell you what, maybe you want to reach out to your local church and and uh, or talk to businesses, uh, you know, about getting together resources to help provide. If you've got a passion to go, uh, to to uh, have people in your local church be praying that those resources might be made available for you to uh, to actually go and, and help share the, the, the gospel. Uh, any thoughts, Ray? Yeah, that's what we've said in the video. If you can't afford to go to yourself, show the video to your church, and those who want to go, sponsor them so they can get yeah. there, you know, help to pay for their fare over there. And uh, that's, that's one way you can be involved, in it, and it's a great, a great idea. Yeah, indeed. And uh, certainly it is going to cost much as far as the the actual printing and i know ray you're you're going to be taking a a, a crew as well for for filming special way of the master is that correct yes our camera crew is going across there to film the way of the master it's uh it's going to be a lot of um b-roll we can get uh people witnessing the the coronation itself they've got uh, uh passes press passes to get into the right places so we're very excited to produce a television program and those who go uh, we'll probably get on the program. We'll, we'll, we're going to have a uh, a convention. Oh, a convention. We're going to have meetings uh, the night before, teaching Christians how to share their faith. And Ken Ham's going to be involved, and our team involved. And like I said, teams going from Australia. We've got teams from uh, Europe are going to be there, and our television crew is going to be there also. Great comfort with us here today on Crosstalk, our number 800-733-9829. That's 800-733-9829. For information about Operation London, you can go to livingwaters.com forward slash London, livingwaters.com forward slash London to get all the... uh, uh, the details and what the plan and the goal is. Uh, Ray, they'll get to see a sample of the gospel track there as well, correct? Yes, on on that website is the sample of just the front. We're still right. working on the back, still doing the graphic. There's a huge amount of work involved with something like this, but our graphic artist is almost finished. Ray, what, what do you find is the biggest hindrances that are keeping people from sharing the good news? Well, if you push any soldier into a modern warfare um, armed with a feather duster, they're not going to be very courageous. But if you give them state-of-the-art weapons, it's going to produce courage. 
And so I encourage people to look at what Jesus did when he shared the gospel, especially in Luke uh, Luke 16, I think it is. My brain's a bit fried. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the rich young ruler came to him and That's said, Luke Good 16. master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus did not give him the good news. He gave him the commandments because he said there's none good but God. And the commandments were given to show the rich young ruler that God wasn't first in his life. And and so when you learn how to witness biblically, when you learn how to address the conscience, it changes everything. I, I mean, I can sit next to an Einstein on a plane and not be uh, at all intimidated because I know I'm not addressing his intellect, I'm addressing his conscience. And the conscience is a, uh, is a judge on the courtroom of the mind. It's an ally right in the heart of the enemy that agrees with the commandments. So when you, when you argue with someone about the existence of God or the theory of evolution, you're going to get contention, but if you take them through the commandments as Jesus did, and you show that lust is adultery and hatred is murder and lying lips and abomination of the Lord, that conscience, which means with knowledge, con is with, science is knowledge, affirms the truth of each of the commandments. So that takes the heat out of witnessing. You don't have to be an expert in apologetics uh, to share the gospel. You just have to know what Jesus did, and that's the basis for a television program a way of the mouth. Yes. We copy what Jesus did. Michael is calling from Dousman. Michael, you're on the air. Uh, hey. Um, so now I listen to you every day, uh, Ray, and I um, just wanted to take this chance to say thanks. I mean, I've learned a lot from your uh, YouTube channel, and uh, I particularly love when you reach somebody. Uh, the one I listened to today, I forgot which, which one it was, but it always it always makes me cry inside for tears of joy for every everybody you you uh, bring home. Oh, that's so encouraging! Our, our YouTube channel has just passed uh, 225 million views, and we're so encouraged by it. I mean, go back 30, 40, 50 years. If you want to reach a group of people, you'd have a mass crusade. We had combined churches and preached the gospel to them that cost millions of dollars, herding cats together and getting churches together. But with this thing called YouTube, we get to take the gospel right across the world with a click of a button. So, as I said, 225 million views, and the more people that subscribe, the bigger it becomes and has more reach. So that's also how you can see how to share the gospel biblically, and you can see atheists backslide in a matter of minutes as they see scientific proof of God's existence. You see, evolution just dismantled with one word from Jesus, where he said, in the beginning, God made the male and female. I told, I told that to a guy the other day that was a believer in evolution. He immediately dropped evolution. He says, I didn't know that. So these little things can really help you, and you can see how powerful the principles are of God's word when you watch our YouTube channel and see it in action. Thank you so much for the call here today. And uh, Ray, again, they can find the, the YouTube channel by going to livingwaters.com, correct? Yes, livingwaters.com, YouTube, or just Ray Comfort YouTube can also do it. Okay. And uh, friends, uh, too, I mean, when you've watched, and we've uh, interviewed Ray before on things like the the, the 180 DVD, uh, Evolution versus God, just remarkable when you see that complete reversal taking place, uh, the Seven Reasons DVD, and several others as well as, as the specials that you see on the YouTube channel. They're just life-changing and uh, really uh, is uh, very provocative for those who are monitoring what's going on and really really searches the heart, causes one to search their own heart in looking through these things. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back to more of your calls. So Bobby, Jim, hang on the line. We'll be with you here shortly. Uh, We'll be back in one minute. Our phone number to Crosstalk, 800-733-9829. Ray Comfort with us here today from livingwaters.com forward slash London to learn more about Operation London. Back in just one minute. For the Worldview Report, I'm Brandon House. Our website is worldviewreport.com. Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum recently on video was praising China and all their accomplishments and talked about China as a great model for the rest of the world. Really? Communist China? Well, should we really be shocked when we realize that Klaus Schwab admits on his own website, the World Economic Forum website, that he was mentored by Maurice Strong? Maurice Strong was the head of the Earth Summit in Rio in 1992 and gave us Agenda 21, now known as Agenda 2030. It was Maurice Strong who said, isn't the only hope for the planet that the industrialized civilizations collapse? Isn't it our responsibility to bring that about? Well, that's exactly what they're doing, and the World Economic Forum says by 2030 you'll own nothing and be happy. They openly brag about taking advantage of one crisis after another, but many of them are manipulated. 
Will they manipulate the railroad crisis and the strike potentially December 9th? The economic crisis, the border crisis, the drug crisis? You bet they will. Are you prepared? I'm Brandon House. You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America, and Ray Comfort is our guest from Living Waters. He's the founder and CEO of Living Waters, best-selling author. If you go to their website, folks, you'll find a ton of resources from books to uh, DVDs to gospel tracks to uh, links to their YouTube channel, etc., livingwaters.com. And then if you do a forward slash London, uh, you'll get information about Operation London as well. Let's go to Huxley, Iowa, and Bobby is calling. Hi, Bobby, you're on the air. Hey, guys, thanks uh, for taking my call real quick. I just wanted to call and echo the previous caller about um, the outstanding work that Ray Ray puts out. Um, I saw Evolution vs. God for the first time at Ken Ham's Ark, actually, mm. um, and it was it's absolutely fantastic. Um, I appreciate and I'm encouraged by his boldness, and I just recently read um, uh, Undeniable Evidence, and I absolutely loved how Ray intertwined uh, witnessing and evangelizing in that. It gave me a world of great ideas, and I just want to thank him and encourage him. And, uh, um, yeah, thank you. Bobby, that, that is really encouraging because when I started putting word-for-word witnessing clips, transcripts of our best YouTube videos in books, I thought, are people going to appreciate this? And I've, I've found they have. I mean, I've, uh, we've got letters of people that burst into tears while reading a transcript of a real live uh, witnessing session. So we've been putting those in and uh, having commentary on them, and it really seems to have worked. So I thank God, and thank, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it, it helps out tremendously. Plus, the repetitiveness allows you to rehearse and, uh, you know, role play. And um, a great part of, of uh, undeniable evidence was that you need to have a plan, right? That is, that is, that is paramount. Yeah. Um, it's like if you're getting ready for a semester test, you've taken notes and you've studied and, you know, you've done all these things to, to, to do well on the exam. Having a plan was something that really was an eye-opening, eye-opener to me. You go out there and we want to preach the Word. We want to talk about our God. We want to save the lost. Um, and then when you walk into the situation, you kind of freeze. And why? Because you didn't have a plan. So that was a piece that, that was just uh, life-changing for me. So I'll hang up. But I just wanted to thank you guys, and God bless. Thank you, Bobby. Thanks, Bobby. Appreciate the call. And uh, yeah, we've gone through uh, thousands of evolution versus God through our ministry here, Ray. So many people have acquired that and made use of that. Uh, let's go to Jim. Let me just say something yeah. about that. On YouTube, somebody at YouTube went through and put blurs. They didn't get rid of it, which I was grateful, but they put blurs in different places, and we can't get rid of it. So when you get to watch that on YouTube, it's had millions of views. For some reason, as you go through, you see the professors come on, their faces are blurred. It happens about six times throughout the video. So Hmm. someone in YouTube did that, and we couldn't get it fixed. Let's go to Jim in Richland, Washington. You're on the air, Jim. Yeah, hey, I want to say, Ray, you've impacted so many people. We have a couple in our church that are from London, and they go out and share, or she does, his wife does, goes out and shares with two other women every Saturday um, your tracks, and they use your material to share the gospel. And they shared that with me, so I ordered some of your material. But the guy that really catalyzed this was a man from uh, Kosovo, and he became a Christian because of the gospel, his brother accepted Christ, Hmm. he became a Christian, started a church in Kosovo, moved to the United States, goes to our church, uses your material, and I'm going to encourage (laughs) my friends from London to go, and we're going to find a way to finance them to go. Wow. So thank you for doing this. That's amazing, Ray. That is just so encouraging. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you, Jim. Uh, Lee in Santa Fe, New Mexico, you're on the air. Yes, I just wanted to add to the, the list, the growing list of compliments coming in for UA. And one of the things that has always been tenement when I'm speaking to someone who's not a believer and has some definite sins like homosexuality flared right in my face, 
is how you present fear as a good thing. Because people always come against God as this bad, angry, horrible God. And fear is what saves life. And you're, if you ever, I mean, if you would, I know the program's short and I'm aware of the broadcast time, but you're, you're saying people going to the cliff and being warned about something. It's to save their life because you yeah. don't want them to fall off the cliff, yeah. where fear is a good thing. And I think that's so very important when you're talking to people that are defensive. Yeah, Ray, you know what I hear her saying? You don't want them to go down that pathway of destruction. Yes, yeah. It's, it's, fear makes you put on a parachute. When you put on a parachute because of fear, fear is your friend, not your enemy. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and it also adds through the fear of the Lord men depart from evil. And if people don't fear God, they won't depart from evil because they think God's a kind of snuggly, cuddly God and a pink nighty reaching out his finger to touch Adam's finger as Michelangelo painted him. But he's nothing like that. The Bible says... The psalmist says, my, my soul trembles, for, my flesh trembles for fear of you. So the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. And you can bring the fear of the Lord in by just going through the commandments. And the natural fear that someone sinned against God will kick in and drive them to the foot of the cross. Lee, thank you for the call. We're going to squeeze one last caller in. This is Brian calling from Williamstown, Kentucky. You're on the air, Brian. Hey, good afternoon, brothers. Uh, it's good, good to hear your voices, Jim and Ray. Just like to say, I would I would love to come come to uh, uh, London, London, London. <laughs> lost, lost, lost thought. I know uh, I work I work at the Ark, and I was wondering if maybe Ken would bring me along. Uh. <laughs> but but anyway, uh, it's it's good to hear your guys' voices, and I just love to to be able to share the gospel with your Amen. million dollar tracks. The one thing I love to do is when. <laughs> sounds funny when you're in a bathroom you can roll up one of those million dollar bills stick it in the toilet paper and the next time somebody comes to use it they have, mm. they, have they have they have something to to remember right brian thank you for your call here today uh, ray we're down to less than half a minute what do you want to leave with our listeners yeah just uh pray for us pray that god um causes us to explode that we get far more than ten thousand christians show up Mm-hmm. They take advantage of this wonderful opportunity. It's livingwaters.com forward slash London. You can see the details and watch the video. And uh, friends, be praying for the efforts and uh, consider uh, as the tracks come out about getting in them and sharing them locally as well. Uh, you know somebody who wants to go, see if you can't help make it possible for them to go. Ray, thank you for having the vision to put this together and uh, be praying that, uh, that uh, God certainly will bless the fruit of the labors. Well, thank you, brother. Ray Comfort, our guest here today, livingwaters.com forward slash London. Thanks for joining us today on Crosstalk. You've been listening to Crosstalk via satellite and the Internet from BCY America. Views expressed may or may not be those of this station. For a CD of today's program, send a donation of $6 or more to VCY Take Ministry, 3434 West Kilbourne Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53208. Or download by RSS or podcast from CrosstalkAmerica.com. And join us again for Crosstalk. Crosstalk.